Which is amazing because I haven't seen you in a fucking while. Was Reno since Reno? No. He didn't go to Reno last time. Ago. When's the last time we saw each other? Definitely wasn't Reno. We did a podcast together. You, yes, you came, you came through once. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Man. Still, it's been so infrequent. Yeah. It's hard to. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Um, School. I finally figured my shit out. Mm-hmm. So, right now. I'm getting into voice acting. I have a couple connections. You have the voice to do it. You know. I've been told that there was one time a lady. I was just visiting my grandfather when he was getting uh, rehabilitated. Yeah. After some UTI shit, right? Sure. And the nurse, her name was Kendall. That's the only reason I remember her fucking name. <laughs> she was like, "Have I seen you on TV?" I'm like, "Some people think I look." Should I sit close to the mic? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm worried you can just pull it in. Like, true, true, true. I forget it's here. Yeah. Um, we switched to these ones now. But she's like, I've seen, have I seen you on TV before? I was just like, they're sketching like some tree or something. I was like, I hope not. <laughs> some people think I look like Corbin Blue. I disagree. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's not it. It's because the hair. Sh- they Dude, draw that no, no, <laughs> when I cut my hair, some guy, his name's uh, Dylan, <laughs> I think. I know his nickname D12 because of Smash. And he's like, yo, has anyone ever told you you look like Corbin Blue? I'm like, dude, I don't even have the hair anymore. But, anyways. <laughs> he was late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's was Maybe late. Maybe it's because of the facial hair? I didn't have facial that, hair either. Back then. Maybe that's why? Because yeah. I don't think I've when seen I have you the, without facial hair. When I have the facial hair, you see me without. Not recently. Not recently. I usually shave it and then. But now, the only reason I'm growing it out is because I figured out I could do a handlebar mustache. Oh, I just nice. think that'd be kind of so sick. That's funny because mine does the same thing. Mine gets like really stringy and it'll curl like an mm-hmm. Italian mustache. Yeah. From, like those OG like cartoony like Italian mustaches. <laughs> so like, I know I'm Italian. <laughs> those mustaches are so cool. But um, yeah, this lady's like, yeah, you should get into acting because you have like the presence for it. I'm like, thank you. And I that was like a year and a half ago and I'm finally like, Doing that. Sure, and pursue it. That's yeah. awesome. And then I'm going to school, an online art school, which is led by some guy who used to work at Blizzard like a oh, few wow. years ago. And then I'm doing Sac State for graphic design. And those kind of overlap. Yeah. In terms of like graphic designers need to learn how to, it's draw. nice for them to learn how to draw. Some don't know how to draw, admittedly, which I think is strange. Well, but, I know a lot. I know, I know a handful of graphic designers. Not a handful. Let me, let me rephrase that. I know a few handful. I know a few <laughs> graphic designers who aren't artistically like inclined in the realm of drawing. Yeah. But they just do a lot of like editing. Yeah. So it's like not really like drawing it out, but their editing skills make it seem like their graphic art skills just top notch. Yeah. So I've seen it that way, but I feel like you do need an art sense to be able to really excel in that realm. If you're especially if you're going in that direction. Because graphic arts covers a very big portion of graphic design. There's so many different types of art. It's just yes, because yes. as I used to be like you know a sketch artist slash illustrator or whatever. Right? Well, I remember back in the day. Yeah. Again, this was like Cogswell, and this was this is definitely the Cogswell phase. But you were doing yeah. a lot of um, not portrait. What is it? Uh, when you when you're drawing forms of people, like literally uh, like, figure drawing. Yeah, yeah, you were very, you were very on that, and just, it was always really good. I'm still on that. Yeah, I, 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 I just think it's fun. It's nice and organic. It just looks, just, re- and it looks really good, yeah. especially when done right. And yours always came out really crisp. Thank you. Of course. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, but there are a lot of people who come up to me. My friend wanted to make an app for Smash Brothers. He's a programmer at NASA. <laughs> That's it. I know it was pretty fucking crazy. And he's like, yeah, I'm making that this this app. I want to be algorithms for like if this move hits on shields and tech little fighting game stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But I need symbols. Can you design that for me? I'm like, I'm not a designer. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just a different skill set. I don't know how to design. Right. It. So I think being a graphic designer and an illustrator would be cool. A cool combination. Yeah. You know. I mean, dude, that I mean, a lot of art is going digital now, mm-hmm. and like that's the that's like the market for art at this point. Yeah. I would say for this point, I still love the classicals, like oils and paints and you know I'm not paying they're behind you and whatnot but I didn't draw it but I wish I did. <laughs> but like I'm still I'm still I'm still a sketchbook, you know, paper and pencil kind of person. I think 
you're gonna. And like, I tried going that route of like trying to work on like. I don't. I can't even think of a sketch app like. Procreate. There. Are, yeah, there was Procreate, but yeah, it's in that realm. I just it just couldn't connect in my brain, so I was just like, I gotta. I gotta develop my art skills first, and I've still taken like a backseat on that a little bit. I've been drawing a little more, but it's been very minimal since. I've been better about drawing every day. Because there's just like this thing in my head. I'm jumping from topic to topic. I no, you're none fine. of these are getting finished. But who cares? It's just like um for the longest time, right? And I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm not trying to gloat. No, you I'm saying I'm an idiot. Charles, you and I are the same as that like I'm never trying to come yeah. off as haughty or mm-hmm. trying to show off or anything like that. Yeah. But you know your talents, mm-hmm. and it's okay to express that you know your talents. So for the thank you <laughs> for the longest time, I just kind of went through art classes, doing the bare minimum, mm-hmm. and being still at the top of class. I was just turning an assignment, not really trying to learn. No, I remember again. I remember again. This is a cosmo memory. Mm-hmm. We spent we hung out a lot during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, you would be like, I gotta do an assignment real quick. You're like, oh, I gotta draw something. And you'd be like, you'd be like 15, 20 minutes. You're like, done, assignment's done. And it, looks, it looks really good. And you're just like, yeah, you know, we'll turn it in, we'll see what I get. Yeah. And then I would pass my classes. Not, I wouldn't turn in a lot. But the things I did turn in, I would get A's, and my teacher would pull me aside and hey, just turn in more of your work. And my dumbass was like, not turning shit in. So, so that's a, and I wanna touch on that just a little bit because that's a funny thing that. I was talking to with a with a, the man, my, one of my bar managers, and he's mm-hmm. like, certain things like that. There's either two reasons why, mm-hmm. like something like you don't turn your work in. Like, there's two reasons why. Yeah. It's circumstance. So mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you were in the hospital or blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and if it's not that, then it's motivation. Mm-hmm. That's what was one of my problems. We were in a dark place at that time. <laughs> I think I'm finally like getting out of that rut recently. Yeah. It's like this weird transition where you actually feel worse and then you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. So I'm in that kind of feeling worse spot. It's not too bad. We have very lot we have a lot of parallels because I've been doing the same thing, but my my escape has been fitness. Mm-hmm. So I've been on a fitness. Like I've well, you know me, I've always been into that fitness. Yeah. Like I kinda had this epiphany last night. I was like, I think I should do something in that world. Mm-hmm. Like professionally wise. And I don't know why it's taken me this long because like, if I could, I would spend like nine, like 80% of my day mm-hmm. working out, yeah. exercising, being active. And it never really clicked to me that that might be something I can pursue uh, successfully mm-hmm. and enjoy, you know? So for the art thing, right? I think yeah. Back then, it's it reminds me of that saying like, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I was the talent that didn't work hard. Yeah. Which kind of pisses me off. And even now, like I'm looking up at other students, I'm still just drawing shit, no problem. Right. And they're like, Charles, stop. What the fuck? How did you I'm like scratching my head? I yeah. in, in in that aspect, like drawing's nice and it's also very difficult for me. So while I'm learning and realizing where I can go with it, it's also like a reminder of my failures, which I obviously need to like get over. Right, but it's kind of hard. It is when I draw. I just think of all the past years, like how I could have been doing, spending my own time drawing instead of like doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. hanging out with the homies. I need to hit my own things. Speaking of, but <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's what I finally figured out. I'm drawing more. I'm actually learning things I didn't know before. Right. You're taking, or, yeah. you're taking your talents and actually pushing it. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to be the talent that actually works hard. Yeah. Because the thing about, I was talking about this with Kendall and Cassie earlier about art majors. A lot of people say, like, art's a waste of time. I think it's because, people. the reason people say that is because a lot of art majors do what I was doing and do the minimum work, get mm-hmm. a degree, but don't actually develop their skills, which yeah. is important. That's why a lot of the people in the art field don't, I think it's like 75% don't have art degrees. Because yeah. it's all in the portfolio, right? I also think, honestly, art's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because we're reaching a point in technology, we're going to hit a lull at some point. Yeah. Like, we are pushing technology and science and, and those advancements to its limits at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be another boom that's guaranteed. It happens all the time. But until then, we're going to hit a point where, and even when we hit that boom, whether it's AI or whatnot, the things that AI cannot do is things that artists are the greatest at. That's creativity, that's imagination, and that's that expression part of 
what makes humans humans. So I think that's going to be the next step because once things get all automated, you can't automate art. You there's, can always copy, but you can't create. There's been a surgence of digital art of or AI art, excuse me. And people are there are artists that are worried because it's like more like like amateur artists that are worried because they seem to be accurate, but those AI are just pulling from other artists that are posting their art online. Yeah. It's basically copying it posting, right? I was gonna say, what's things. the difference between that and just printing out something you see on Google images? And computers can't draw hands. They're, just, <laughs> just, they're right? all like morphed and fucked up. They just look like balls with string on them. Yeah. This is weird. It's yeah, weird. that's one part of that AI I don't think we'll be able to keep up with, right? That's a creative, like, that's what makes, again, humans uh, a separate species and you know, it, it definitely makes us very different from any other species in the world is we have this aspect in our minds and our brains that make us creative and imaginative. Mm-hmm. Even scientists, like back in the day, Einstein was a big proponent on imagination. And like he said, oh, you, if you want intelligent kids, read them fairy tales. Mm-hmm. If you want to make them more intelligent, yeah. read them more fairy tales. Like, that imagination part is what strings our intelligence. Not I've, been, I've been thinking there's like, recently there's been this lost tie between science and art which i think is very odd like if you look at the renaissance guys right they're all scientists and artists yeah which is oh, odd there sure. aren't a lot of people who are like that these days i was talking with the same nasa guy right he was like yeah if you want i think it would be really good to get like a computer science or like go to the, like computer science boot camp or something because there aren't a lot of artists who are um who do code and vice versa. Well, that's the problem too, and this is like a, that's like a small advantage. This is a school issue too, mm-hmm. it's like they separate it, right? When people, oh, I'm actually more mathematically inclined. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm more of an English, like it's almost like there's a there's a polarity of them, you know, there's duality. Yeah. And I don't think it's a true duality. Like, because for me, I, I always thought that too. I'm like, oh, I'm way better at math than I am at English. And then mm-hmm. I got, I went back to West Valley for a hot minute and I had to take English class and it was, the easiest class for me, like writing was so easy, express and the expression was so easy through writing. And I was like, like poetry is art just in word form. I'm like, there's there's no gap here. Like I love writing. Yeah, honestly, I was I'm starting to write every day just my thoughts. I started on the 27th. It's only been a few days, right? But even then, I used to be very like that. Yeah. Now it's just like every now and then I'll take a. It's usually at work. I'll just take a piece of receipt paper. I'll just like jot down. Things that are clouding my mind. It's just like I was writing. I just I just wanted to write a sentence, right? <laughs> I ended up drawing, um, writing three pages. Yeah. Small pages, but still, it was a lot more than I thought I would write. Yeah, yeah. So, writing's very important too. Well, then it's then hard to separate. You look into like geometric drawings, and those are always like geek me out because they look so nice. Mm-hmm. But like same thing, like it's a form of drawing, and it's yet a form of mathematics, and it's combined, and it yeah. still looks like an art piece. It's and all calculated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know why people, I don't know why they try to separate that like art from math and art from science. Like they go hand in hand. It's like that pendulum, you know, that knocks those fucking dominoes over, whatever, yeah. and slowly rotates. That's yeah. art. So voice acting, so like, how's that process going for you? Um, I'm just starting. I need to still contact Renee, that's the person I'm going to reference, and then maybe I'll talk to my dad's cousin, Brian, who's also teaching acting. but. It's just, I'm talking to them because I don't know how to start. You know, I don't know where to go. I've made a Fiverr account so I can, like, do oh. random shit, right? Because I, you know, start somewhere. Yeah. So, like, do you know, like, what kind of, is it, like, anime or is it, like, commercial or, like, do you have an idea? I think doing anime and cartoons would be fun. Video games would be interesting. That would be actually really interesting. Video games are just doing a bunch of fucking grunts, like, the um, characters <laughs> <laughs> is getting good or something. <coughs> so that would be... Interesting to just yell all the time. Unless you get like a Last of Us kind of like campaign where there's actually a storyline, that'd be pretty Yeah, cool. like very intricate dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But I think there's The Witcher also has like some dialogue too, right? Yeah, yeah. The Witcher, Mass Effect. Any, any campaign so, games. Yeah, any like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's yep. Creed. Fucking GTA. GTA. <laughs> you just yeah. don't want to be like on like an online modern warfare and you're like, ugh, it's like, <laughs> sh- my health is low. Yeah. <laughs> that hurt. Oh my god. There was a, what was it called? It's called Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Do you ever remember that game? It's an arcade styled game. Mm-hmm. It was an overview and you're like, 
you're just it's like a D and D character, right? So like, there's dwarf, there's uh, like mage. So there's yeah. like seven or eight classes, and it's very arcade style. But in match, and they throw weapons, and it kills like the horde of monsters, and then you go through the level, you take on the boss. Oh yeah, I know. Okay. So you kind of you get in the picture. And same thing, you just hear like like the the narrator needs food badly. That was all. Just literally grunts. Needs food bad. Like that was it. That was the only like voice acting they had. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> Level up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, it's just there's so many things to it's it's such a big that. industry though. Yeah. I need you to be too. <laughs> I still love the It's just, it's just I feel like Twitch streaming, but you have an avatar on screen. But like, is there a reason just because you want to be anonymous? I guess you want to be anonymous, but you still want to have a person on the screen for people to look at. Yeah. Does your personality yeah. still come through the same? Maybe. Some people. Well, try. some people some put people out a persona. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you can play a character at this point. So yeah. Or at like, the same time, you could do like, you know, the guy Dream. Yeah, like bunch of Minecraft. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever shown his face yet. He did recently. He did a reveal. Yeah, people call him ugly. So like just some average white guy. Oh, that, oh, that, is, that <laughs> hurts. That hurts. People call him like Shane Dawson and shit. Damn. So, uh, like he he did, for the longest time he was like the most renowned Minecraft gamer mm-hmm. yeah. on on YouTube on I don't know if you on Twitch but on YouTube and like would never show his face. All his friends did. All the people he played with did, but he would never reveal his face. Mm-hmm. Like. People like that would have good access if they wanted to just put something on. Like he uses Minecraft character as his uh, yes. quote unquote because it's not YouTube, but like yeah. something of that essence. But if he wanted to and kept himself anonymous, he could have done something just like YouTube that. Thing, like just the character mouth and stuff. Mouth moves. Um, like in sync with what you're saying or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It tries to match it like you're actually seeing someone talk, mm-hmm. but it's just an anime style like character. Like it's. Pre- I think everything's. Fairly accurate, except for the mouth. Like when they're talking, it's like it's hard. Yeah. Mouth, mouth, like mouthing words is hard. Like even in I don't know, you probably have a better idea of understanding this more than I do. But like even in animation, difficult. Yeah. Like if you watch anime, you'll just see their mouths moving up and down. You won't see them like yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and they just see have them to make, like, make the F sounds and the S sounds and so on and so forth. It's well, that's cool. the thing too. If they don't change it in and like dub the sub, so like yeah. that's why I'm pretty sure this is why. Dub has such a weird translation to it because it tries to match the mouth. You can also change the mouth though, because there are those scenes where you know, like Dragon Ball Z abridged, yeah. how they make it <laughs> match the voice actors. Like they can do that to help them match yeah. a little bit better. I don't know if they do or not. I haven't paid too much attention. To I, don't know, yeah, I don't even guys. watch Dub, so I really don't know. True. Yeah, I think the, the only Dub I watch is Space Dandy recently, but that was dubbed first. Anyways, <laughs> I was like, what Dub have I seen? I think I think the only dub that I've even partially gone through was Gurren Lagann, mm-hmm. but other than that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball. I don't really watch Dragon Ball Z though. That was because it was on Toonami though. Like you couldn't watch the. Honestly, I Dragon Ball was probably one of the only few ones that I was like okay dub. Mm-hmm. That's because I didn't like Gurren. I didn't like boy, that yeah. actress. 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 Isn't that funny? Like Goku, Naruto, and Luffy all have female voice actresses. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And they make it sound decently, like, I know that's, like, their character style, but, like, it, they make it fit. It fits decent. It definitely helps because I don't know about Goku, but <laughs> for... Yeah, you can't see Luffy being, like, a like having a male voice like one of us. Yeah, for Naruto and Luffy, like, they're both very, they're young characters. Yeah. Right? And they kind of, even Naruto has that, like, that weird grasp. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say, it's hard to be like, they're kind of feminine too, because they're not really feminine, yeah. but like, they're not super like, macho masculine, like like Zoro, or... Jiraiya. Yeah. yeah. Or Kakashi, mm-hmm. right? So, so, you haven't figured out, do you even have an idea of like, what happens? So, anime, video game, that'd be, that'd be really cool. So, fun fact, my dad actually used to be a voice actor. You do, yes. Voltron, yeah. <laughs> right? And it was... This is a spin-off. It's called uh, Diatron. Diatron 5, I think. So, so I've been lied to. God. <laughs> I, I, it took me a second. It was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. It's still cool. Though. I just remember he was like, I was a white actor. Like, I'm running with this. <laughs> <laughs> with scissors. <laughs> yeah, so, so 
you moved, yeah, you moved out to LA for a hot minute to try and get through with that. Mm-hmm. You did a lot of commercial stuff too, so he actually did like live action stuff. And you said commercial is where it's at. I think yeah. I can see that for sure. Yeah, because I mean, look at like Jared before he <laughs> before he went crazy before he did his Jared shit mm-hmm. and like flow like they're always going to be on a commercial. How many times did that commercial get played? Yeah. And yeah. the dude from State Farm, the black guy, right? Yeah, and right. the fucking person who does it for Geico for the lizard, exactly. the lizard too. That dude from Allstate. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I can see that. I feel like that's like. Easy money, right? Because yeah. like you don't have to act for the card. No, it's a commercial. Yeah. yeah, you have one line, one scene instead of like doing minutes, like multiple scenes in a show or movie. Mm-hmm. And then if it hits, you get like your set because it'll never use someone else. Is there a okay? We'll go to the world of anime because it's just easier. For me. Yeah. Or no video games too. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you would like to do, or is there like been a character you're like? I think I would a specific like. Oh. I haven't thought about it. One that's either been played or not. So like one that you'd be like, if they turn this into an anime, I think this character would be really cool. I'm, I don't read a lot of manga, so I don't have that reference. Oh, okay. there aren't a lot of characters I like read about, and then like, man, if they animated that character, I'd want to voice that character. Yeah, I think once I find my voice, like I can do a good amount of voices. My range is pretty. I big. was gonna say, if I remember correctly, you were used to throw your range around. Yeah, yeah, and it was really. I, it, my friend and I were reading the Hunger Games just because we're like, I want to read a book with somebody else because that's just it got yeah, fun. Yeah. And like, I've seen the Hunger Games movies, I'm down to read the book. And while I was reading, they're like, I didn't know your voice could go that high. I'm like, yeah, I forget sometimes too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who does the readings for like audiobooks? That's another voice acting thing. It's yeah, not the it author, is. right? It can be. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Like for um, Jeanette McCurdy, she did, she wrote a book. Yeah, recently. recently yeah. Yeah, about, yeah, usually authors get a. If uh, they can, they get yeah. someone they, if they want to. So if it's if an autobiography, they'll probably do it themselves. That yeah, yeah the that makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, David right. Goggins did one on himself, and he used his own voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same with Jocko. Yeah, I don't right. listen to a lot of audiobooks. I just didn't know. I don't either because I don't get a lot of enough information. Yeah, I, just, I like the yeah. physical. I like reading. Yeah. So. yeah, I like both. If I can do both, if I can have the audio going on while I read it, it helps me to just absorb it a little better. I see that. I listened to, it was the only book I listened to, was Harry Potter book seven. Oh, okay. Just because, like, the seventh movie, seventh slash eighth movie, because it's the yeah, two, it, it was going to take a while for it to come out. I'm just like, I want to know what happens next. Yeah. So my dad and I had a camping trip and we just listened to that on the yeah. to and from. I have a coworker who came in last night as Hagrid. Yeah. And he looks, he, he, oh, he looks exactly like Hagrid. His Hagrid costume was on point. The Hagrid actor passed away recently. Yeah, that's why he so did it. Yeah, like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that's why he did it. And he, he fit the bill for me. So I got, you know, I closed out his tab and he wrote on the thing, like, you're a wizard, Steven. I was like, oh! It was cool. Killing me. You're killing me. I'm a wizard. I didn't know. <laughs> Mom, moving out the stairwell. Let's go. <laughs> I can see. He was an amazing character. Even that's a small role. Yeah. <laughs> such a small role, but such a big impact. You gotta be like Vin Diesel and get your one line voice Dude, acting fucking I Groot. Yeah. What a guy. Feels so good. Oh, yeah, he did all the. Like, yeah, there was a. Was it on Ellen or something like that? It was one of those late night talk shows mm-hmm. where they were like, you could do. You have to say it in different languages, and they were just like rattling off. Do it in Spanish, do it. Soy Groot. <laughs> do it in like, they were like, Japanese. I mean, what does he want? He's just weird just hearing from him speak in Japanese. That's funny. It was. Um, when did you say you graduated yet? I was talking about this with Vanille earlier. Um, I technically switched majors. I did graphic, de- I'm doing graphic design now instead of art because, right. you know, art degrees don't. Yeah, that's about the portfolio, not the degree. And yes. I never know how to teach myself. I just need to fucking like draw. Yes. That's the main issue is the work ethic, which I'm trying to work on. Again, yeah. The talent, volume, talent, pumping out the volume. Talent so. that works hard, right? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So with graphic design, I don't know a lot about design, but I'm picking it up quickly. Um, but that's what I'm going through school now. It's going to take longer, but it's, I'm fine. It's a degree that I would be happy with getting. I don't want to get an art degree to be like, this is fucking useless, but I'm out. Yeah. Just, no, I get that because that's why I dropped out. Yeah. 
because I was like, none of these degrees are going to get me where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Where I can't already go without it. So I was like, okay, like I'll step away from it from now, and if I need it, then I'll go back in. Okay. And again, with like design, I know a few designers, and even my teacher was like, there's a lot of different fields in design. So if you learn this, you might not get the exact design job you want, but getting a design job is very difficult as long as you like spread your horizons and not try not to be picky. Yeah. Um, but then again, that's why I'm doing voice acting in the illustrations. So those can kind of overlap and then I can do You're just you're just entering the world of art. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to do basically I'm doing everything but music basically. And you still have a talent in that too. I can yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Trust me, you pick up the guitar again, you practice a few, you're gonna be right back where you are, where you left off. My guitar is his words, not mine. <laughs> he said I did pick the guitar up quicker than his other students. I just didn't keep at it you, know? you have an act for art yeah you do like it, and that's again without the balance mm-hmm. like you're not like a, oh i'm only good at drawing like you i've always noticed that about you is you've had this wide array of being able to just get into like the creative arts and just nail it it's every fun. time yeah. i enjoy it you know and that's what you gotta that's what you gotta recognize like mm-hmm. and i had this conversation i had this conversation at the park when we were playing basketball but like if you're I see a lot of people who come into my, into my bar mm-hmm. and they just look like they're not enjoying what they do with their lives. Yeah. And it's like kind of sad because they get caught into that little trap where they can't really get out because that salary is just too good or the benefits are just too good. Or they're already, it's already created their lifestyle. So I feel like we're always in like a good spot right now where we can still stay malleable in that and figure out what's going to be our direction while keeping more doors open. That's what I was trying to do. I was talking about it with my friend Martin. And he got a finance degree and he worked at the bank for a couple of years, right? He's like, yeah, I just wasn't happy. So he went to Cogswell and got a um, software engineering or computer science degree. And he's like, yeah, I'm a lot happier now. And he graduated at whatever age, late mid twenties. And yeah. I talked to him about, about my situation with graphic design. He's like, no, it's good that you figured it out. Took mm-hmm. the time to figure it out. Like, sure you didn't um, like, Work for just like you didn't just get a degree in work, like you're still figuring it out. It's good that you actually figure out what you want to do, yeah, and how to do it. And then, again, I saw my they aren't side hustles yet, but you know, they can open up avenues for, for sure. Things. For sure, yeah. I had a buddy, uh, that I used to work with, he was a bar manager at my old bars in Arizona, one of the old bars I worked at in Arizona. Same thing, he was like, Oh, I'm leaving, you know, I'm gonna take this. I think it was also in finance, I forget what specifically. Mm-hmm. And he, he was gone for like four or five months, and then one day he came back, and I was like, what happened? And he was like, I hated it. Yeah. And I make just as much money, I don't get the benefits, but I make just as much money, and I'm happier here. So I'll do this until I see what it, what my next avenue is. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's that easy. So, that's awesome, though. Um, I'm also getting into streaming, which is... Yes! I'm hooking up some... Another hooking up. Yeah, but um, I'm getting a better provider next week so I can actually have the internet speeds. Yeah. Just, that's what's been holding me back for a while. It's just like I never had internet speeds to do so. It'd be choppy and disgusting. What have you been streaming? No? What have you been streaming? I'm starting to stream next week. The, what I would stream before, when it was kind of choppy, I would stream The Last of Us. Oh, okay. I was doing the Bow Only One run just to like chop it up with whoever's in chat. Yeah. Show up and play again. I do that when I was taking care of my grandfather as a caregiver. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, which is another reason I stayed in the field of something I actually want to do. Yeah. Because being a caregiver for my grandfather, it did pay well. I was getting paid by his insurance, but it just was, I was miserable. And the days I did have off, I couldn't like spend time doing what I wanted to do because I had to recover. Yeah. You know? I know those exactly. Were, those were recovery days. I just couldn't. So that was, uh, so when I, when Kendall and I were interns at, um, when we did, we were doing our internship. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, they uh, were Cassie's old place, right? Yeah, yeah. so they were it's such an easy gig. Mm-hmm. I didn't get paid a lot, but I didn't need a lot of money at the time. Yeah, but it was such an easy gig, and but I just got I don't like I didn't do much, but I just got so beat up. Like I just got so tired. Yeah, and like the climbing gym was like next door. I could mm-hmm. hustle over there right after work. Yeah, and I just couldn't find the uh, energy to even mm-hmm. want to. And I was like, ah, and I think they recognize that too. And I think I, it's more of a blessing because I took like, a, I took like a leave of absence for like a week or two, like a month. I think it was like two weeks to a month. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling better, like this and that. And they were like, you know, we're going to go in a different direction. And I was like, it, it honestly felt like the shackles were released. I was mm-hmm. like, amazing. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, as much as it sucks, because now I'm out of a job, like, I feel a million pounds lighter. And it was, it was, it was very, very much so a blessing in disguise at the time. I was talking to Latoya about it, and she's like, oh, you're not going to watch your grandfather next summer? I'm like, hell no. She's like, and she encouraged me to do it, and I was like, despite the money, like, it's nice, sure, but I want my life back. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's hard. It is hard, especially with, with unfamiliar <laughs> relations, but at the same time, you still have a full life that you have to live. And exactly. I just felt like four months were not wasted, but time is money, I guess. It's just not... No, I get it. Like, sorry, it, I had to learn. I had to be trained in physical and occupational therapy so I can like train him. Yeah, it was like I made a lot of progress with him. Right, he was he wasn't able to cook breakfast or lunch or dinner by himself. He had to be fed. And he can get up very well, and we like made progress to towards those things. Right, he's able to cook a whole breakfast by himself, do lunch by himself. He needed some help with dinner, but he was able to get around, move around. But then I left for that summer. I come back for the next summer, this most recent summer this year, and he wasn't able to do those things, so I felt like all my progress was just thrown out the window. Yeah. And maybe it is just his health, but maybe it was also the person who was taking care of him not being up to par. Yeah. I don't know. But even that was also like a demotivator. I see where she comes from, but I also I mean I have to I would rather side with your perspective as well. Mm-hmm. And as much as like again, it's family, but at the same time, like how much is it is it dilapidating your own progress your own health mm-hmm. having to do that yeah yeah and i get that but some people are built for that and mm-hmm. obviously like i don't want to say obviously but you just work right no. that's just not what you were built for i think i would be technically good at it like one of the professional ther- physical therapists were like you're really good at doing x y z have you thought about becoming a physical therapist and i was like no offense <laughs> Wait, okay. i know you loved your job but i do not like doing this and that's the problem that i think mm-hmm. certain people like you and me, and cut, and even I would say my brother. But like, you give us a task, mm-hmm. and we'll probably do it really well. Yeah. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we're gonna enjoy it. it doesn't mean it's like what our vocational occupation should be. Yeah. Just because we're good at it. I think that's sad because some people are only good at certain things, and then sometimes they hate those certain things. Yeah. Even though they want to do something else that they might suck at. Right. It just kind of sucks because not everyone is a jack of all trades. Right, and that's that's the perfect word for it. But at the same time, like everyone has to start somewhere, even mm-hmm. if it's a slow start, even if you have a rough start. Like I've seen people who couldn't draw worth the shit mm-hmm. be able to draw amazingly because they just kept at it. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, that I have a question. Is that the mantra you've had on you for a little bit now? Uh, mm-hmm. Talent, uh, hard work, hard working talent. Is that been like your little mantra? It's- for the past couple of months, yeah. Yeah. Because I was never one. the guy who like worked hard unless I actually had to. I yeah. just got by with my talent. Yeah. I just did the bare minimum because I could. Right. You know? Right. And then I'll watch that just meeting the goals. Yeah. And then I would watch everyone else struggle and I'd just be like, you know, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, but who am I to talk, right? Right. Because I didn't work hard for what I was given. And I kind of took it for granted for a long time. Which I'm trying not to do. And which is really funny because I'll do that too. I'll give advice to people that I don't even take for myself. And that happened the other day. Because mm-hmm. I was like, there's a, I had a friend who was just like, you know, uh, yeah, she's just going real. She's just going through it. And I was like, you know, you don't have to go through it alone. And she's like, I've heard that a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's yeah. probably terrible advice then. If you've already heard it, yeah. then I'm sorry for also being, you know, part of the mass that has added to that. Because obviously, you've already recognize that mm-hmm. and I was like and I can't really be one to speak because I never take anybody's help yeah you know? so I was like I was like wow I just had like an epiphany at this moment I was like I take that back mm-hmm. and I'm sorry I said that you know because mm-hmm. like I don't even take that advice and I was like I probably should but no I mean I don't I just you know? need to take my own advice we've got a lot of the time and I used to not to I'm getting better at it but um it's harder to receive advice from other people because I've Heard it all. Like, I get, I just need to do it. Like, I know what you're saying and I appreciate what you're doing. I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but it's just like, it's on me. I need to apply. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And that, and I mean, that's where I come from. Mm -hmm. And 
I was kind of like, I don't know why I'm giving advice. I probably wouldn't take myself. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where I've come to this point where I'm like, I got to do the same thing. I just got to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I know that works for me. And if it seems like it might work for someone else, I have to give them the advice I give myself instead of giving them what might work for them. Mm-hmm. Because I won't know. The only, the only experience I know is my own. Yeah. Like truly and truly through and through. So if they want to know how I got to where I got, I can't give them advice that I didn't even use. I have to use. And again, this is on the basis that they're asking. Right? I'm not going to just share. Advice. Oh, of course. Yeah. No one, no one likes that. <laughs> but yeah, I've come to that. I've uh, recently I've come to that where I'm like, oh, this is all working for me. Mm-hmm. So I can only share what works for me, and not what just sounds like would work for someone else. Give them advice that is, you know, shown results in your authentic. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I've been on a, yeah, so like, yeah, I've been trying to jump into the arts, but I, like, I have the imagination, I have the creativity in that imagination for it, I just don't have the practicality of it. And at the same time, like, I'm, I'm not putting in the hours for that. But I've realized that I feel like my talents are more physically based. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I'm just a, Again, you guys, you guys know me. I'm just the guy that will just never stop. Like yeah. I'm that energizer bunny that will be like, if there's two more hours in the day, I'd probably be running right now. You know what I mean? Like if there's another four more hours, I'm at the gym. Like anytime I get, I, I'll literally leave the gym and I'll be like, when I gotta eat first, and then do I go back to the gym or do I go to the different gym, or do I go run outside, or do I walk the dog? Like everything's all physical based for me, so I'm like, how? I, I'm getting to this point where I'm trying to use that because I love it every day. Like, yeah. I haven't had a bad day on, at the gym. And even if I did, my day turned. There was actually one, there was one day, but that was after 14 days of working straight. Oh. And I was just completely fatigued mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was doing, uh, I was boxing and I was like, so, Ooh. yeah, so I've been doing like combat sports right now. Oh, yeah. So I've dropped climbing for a little bit because I've had a little too many, like, too much injury in the forearms, so I've been trying to develop my triceps and trying to give less tension on the forearms a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting into like fighting sports because that still accesses a lot of part of those bodies, it hits a lot of muscle groups that you don't really fire off doing conventional workouts. And so it was Monday where this happened, and I just like came to class and I was like, I should probably leave, but I couldn't force myself to leave because I was already there. You know, one of those things. Like, I'm already here, might as well. I'm just here. Go it. It. I gotta stay with it because. You know, I'm not gonna waste this. And like halfway into the class, I was just like trying to fight my mental. I'm like, okay, like, we're in this, like, let's get to it. And then we did shoulder sparring, so we don't really like, hurt each other, but like, you know, you're touching, you're touching up, you're getting touches. And like every time I would spar with someone, like, just this rage would come out where I'm like, I just wanna hit them. Like, I don't wanna like spar right now, I just wanna hurt them. And I was like, okay, I really have to. I literally just wrapped out my gloves, I took off my gloves and wrapped, put my wraps away, and I was like, and I know the coach there. Mm-hmm. He actually used to he actually used to work with me at the, the bar. Oh shit! Sure. Yeah, I think he recognized that I was like not in the right headspace. So when he saw me like un, like unwrapping and like taking all my shit off, he was just like, "Let him be. Like just let him let him get this day off." And yeah, I was just like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here, or else I'm gonna hurt someone, or I'm gonna hurt myself." And that's not what I'm here for. And even with your passions, like you have to take those days. Yeah. Like if you don't, then it's gonna just become a fucking chore. Yeah. You know, don't push yourself. I mean, obviously, don't neglect it, right? But yeah, it's finding that fine line. It's it's uh, this is a concept of that's in the fitness world, and it, I think it's a I think it's a universal concept. But like it's finding that good. flow state, yeah, right, of being like, okay, like I'm flowing with it. It's feeling good. Okay, it's not feeling as good. So maybe I pull back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you have to know when some of that is just like, okay, I'm out of flow, or some of it's just like, no, I'm just not pushing myself mm-hmm. hard enough. So I gotta push myself a little bit, and I think again it becomes this like little game of like like a pen or like a balancing scale. Like okay, I push myself, and I'm still not getting to that point. I'm completely out of flow. I gotta step out. Yes. Or I push myself, and now I've gotten myself back into the rhythm. Let's do this. So I've been on that kind of kick, and now it's been like, and I always say like having a a strong and having a like happy body, happy mind, right? Like. I have, that's been one of my mantras, like that, and that's what's been getting me to like work out all the time yeah. in a healthy manner. It's like, I'm like, okay, if I want my mind to be sharp, I got to get my body sharp. So 
right at the gym. Like even if it's like twenty minutes. Like, you could pilot with a good ship. You know, yeah. Coffee vessel. Yeah. Yeah. So like now that I'm like as I do that, my mind's been a lot more clear. My thoughts have been a lot more fluid. I've been a less a lot less like jumbled and like anxious or depressed. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, now I'm trying to venture into like different ideas that I can pursue outside of that, where I can be successful in the path that I've taken for myself. Yes. Because the path that I've taken is very, it's been a very rocky one, and at the same time, it's been very untreaded. So there's a lot of unknowns. Like I don't know anybody who's a bartender. There are a handful of people, but I don't know a lot of people who like don't have a degree. Yeah. In, in my group, right? In my social circle. Like, who aren't pursuing college anymore, who works at the bar, who's gone the path I've gone, mm-hmm. and all those aspects, and, you know, made it work. But I think that's why I'm more dialed in in this path, because I want it to be a path of success. You know, it's good. Very good. I know a few people who have taken your path. It's mainly my older brother and his friends, like most of them don't have degrees, and they kind of went through the work field. Mm-hmm. Like, my... I think you met Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one random night. Yeah. He did the same thing. He's just been working, working, working. Yeah. He's like 30. Yeah, he's just 30 now. Yeah, I he's see doing, that. He's doing step. very well. Yeah, I was going to say, just stepping stones into my next pro, like next path. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see it as. It's like, I'm just I'm just trying to live it up, enjoy my life, and at the same time, I'm just trying to make that next path available for myself at the same time. So, I'm very... I haven't been at more peace with myself in the longest time, which is something that's I'm uncomfortable with because I have yet to be at peace. I, I mean, again, we've known each other for a while, and a lot of that time, I don't think I've been at peace. We've had our rocky roads, and they only get rockier, but, you know, my feet get a little hardened from it now, so. Being at peace is weird. Like it's very unsettling. It's very, it's very, it's, it's annoying because I like I say zen now, mm-hmm. so like it's a very zen feeling. Mm-hmm. Like it's not peace, like because I'm not at peace all the time. Okay. Yeah. It's just like I just feel right, and that doesn't sound right. So mm-hmm. I say I feel like I'm in like a zen state where I just feel like everything is happening the way it should be, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. You know. Yeah. So, I'm not too worried. I'm still gonna push myself to its limits. I'm not gonna push myself to its limits. I'm gonna push myself all the time to my to my limits. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm not gonna push myself past those limits to a breaking point. And I think it's gonna find me in a in a good place. It's good to push your limits and then pull back a little bit just to like figure out what actually works for you. Like well, see how much you can do. Yeah. And then pull back to where you get the best efficiency. And that's how I work out too. Like I'll go all the way up to my max strength. And then I'll drop back down to something I'm more comfortable with to get good form down. Um, but I mean, like, for me, it's like a thing of like, okay, I don't see where the road's going to take me. I don't. But the way I'm going about it, I can't see it failing. You know? That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people get anxious when they don't see the road. Okay. And that's where, that's where I was. I was like, oh my God. Like, and I would like freak out. I'm like, I don't know if I'm making a lot of money. Let's look into more job options. And then I get overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't want to work three jobs. I don't want to work two jobs. I don't want to work four. Yeah. You know, I want to work. I do work technically two jobs. But like, you know what I mean? I was like, okay, I'm stressing out about all this, and I'm not even in a state where I need to be right now. So why? Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of like, like you said, I've kind of dialed back a bit. And I'm like, let just let's let things flow. Let's let things go, and just keep at the pace you're keeping at. And day by day, it's just gonna keep building on itself. Yes, sir. Yeah, I have like a lot of like business ideas that kind yeah. of it's like a domino for me in my head. The way I have it like outlined, because I can't say it's going to be a hard hard line, and I'm going to get there. But like it's like okay, if I can just figure out this one little trinket, then it'll start the domino of like oh now I can put the investments of that into this, and then that into that, and then that into that. And now what, I have this. What would you start with? So the idea was, yeah, I wanted to do the app still, but I felt like that was still a big step. Like the, the which I'm playing. Okay. So that's still like that's that's on the earlier phase yeah. of the domino. Yeah, like, you brought that up a while ago. Yeah, and it's still on the top of my mind because I still think it's super relevant, <laughs> and even more so because like a lot of people like to travel, and you don't want to travel by yourself. I was literally talking about it with my friend the other day, Flo, and 
she was like, yeah, a lot of my friends said they want to go to X place, but like none of them have started planning anything. And like, she's usually the one planning things. Right. And she doesn't know who to take, who not to take, because everyone literally wants to go to Japan. Yeah. Right? So I haven't started, I, I, I always keep tinkering on that idea and building on it a little more, a little more, a little more, but not in big, not in big strides because I don't have all the components to make it the reality I want it to be. And so as I like tackle it little by little, and little by little for me, it's just like, just jotting little things down or like tinkering on what the design might be a little, like small and small and small mm-hmm. until I get all the components I need to actually bring it into real life, into reality and make it a real thing. So that would be the first, that's like, that's one of the earlier dominoes that I probably knocked down. But there's one thing I have to do before that, which is like, and I was talking to my dad about this, and it's like finding that next little thing that's going to be like a royalty kind of business, like venture. So like, whoever made, and this, this was the example he said, like, so we were driving on the road and he was like, you see all those reflectors? Yeah. Like, they're on every highway. Every like six feet, ten or eight feet, whatever the distance is. Mm-hmm. Like how many? How much money do you think that guy made just by making that small of an invention? And I was like, oh, I see what you're getting at. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah. And he was like, look at all the cat food that we buy, like all the cat food snacks that we buy. Mm-hmm. Like how much money do you? And we buy a shit ton of that. How much money do you get? How much money did the person who created that successfully get? I was just looking at the world the other day and all the small things I see. I'm like, there's literally a job everywhere. Yeah. Like you can make anything. Like there's someone who made the top of this little railing here, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're talking about industrial design in my intro to graphic design class. And there are people who, you know, have to make the handles for, I don't know, Vegetable peelers, right? Come yeah. for people who don't have steady hands. Right, right. And then the you know average person will make do. I mean, it will obviously work for them. There's one size fits most kind of. So that's yeah. when I started really seeing everything. Like mm-hmm. things were designed a certain way to perform a specific function. Yeah, yeah and Literally it was like everything. you don't have to you don't have to invent the wheel, but you can mm-hmm. improve it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. And so the way I'm going about it now is I'm just going about life and doing the things I love to do mm-hmm. and then trying to sit into those moments where I'm like, this is very inconvenient. Yeah. How can I fix this inconvenient part of that little thing I love? Because right. that's what humans do, right? Yeah. We always try to make things more convenient, a lot easier for fix, people. What can I fix for myself? And can I can I scale that to a bigger scale? How many mm-hmm. people would also be can like yeah. who, who else has this, this problem? Yeah. Who else can be who else can benefit from this from fixing this inconvenience? Yes. So I've just been, honestly, I've just been going through life and I just kind of think about little things like that. Not too mm-hmm. hard because then I lose focus on what I'm doing throughout my day, mm-hmm. but just like little things. I'm like, okay, I'm at the gym. That's something I really like to do. Like, is there something here that is killing me right now? And then I'll, and from that, I'll spawn like a big idea and I'll be like, okay, like that could be another like business idea I can create down the line mm-hmm. if I went. It's not an if at this point, it's a when. When I get there, right? Like, oh, I like fitness, and everyone's catered to their own fitness idea. Like, some people are more towards the aesthetic of, like, people want to look amazing. Yeah. They don't really care about lifting heavy. It's a that's a by, that's their byproduct, but they want to look super amazing, like a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. or like their form of bodybuilder. Or some people are more about strength. They just want to lift really heavy, and the byproduct would be looking the, like having the aesthetic. Yes. And as you can see, like with like world's strongest men, their aesthetic is not as pleasing as you know like the bodybuilding type. So that's the compromise. But you want to lift heavy. Mm-hmm. So how and and the the spectrum just goes. Like some people are more. I'm more functional. I say I'm more functional fitness. Or I want to be able to run forever, and you know like oh I can do everything. Kind of thing. So, like, how can I build that? Because that plays into my current mantra, which is like, you know, healthy body, healthy mind. Yeah. Sharp body, sharp mind. Like, I know we have a lot of mental, a lot of people have a lot, of, especially because of COVID, that really took mm-hmm. a lot of mental toll on a lot of people. Like, I'm not trying to preach, like, I'm not trying to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> when he did like those commercials of like, you know, got to play an hour a day thing. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it has so many benefits. So how can we make that more of a pleasing factor instead of more of a chore that people have to do? 
like okay i can i can work in some parameter of that and turn it into its own industry of instead of calling it fitness let's call it i mean it's already health but like health fitness health kind nutrients of, yeah like let's get the diets right let's mm-hmm. and let's just slowly build on that again that's long-term idea but as I keep thinking of like, what can I make the next small thing? I kept up with these crazy bigger ideas. Like men's grooming is like another one that I have. Men's clothing style. Like, again, I cater it to men because it's my, it's an issue I deal with. Yes, I don't really deal with <laughs> an issue with women's clothing, right? For obvious reasons. So that's literally what's going. Literally, I just need to find that, and I'm having so much fun with it because I keep spawning like new radically large ideas for me that I'm like, I can't wait till I get to that. Again, it's not yet. I'm like, I can't wait till I get to that point. So I just got to figure out what that next thing is for me mm-hmm. that I can work on that will help me start that down. The first domino? Mm-hmm. Got to find it? Yeah. Do you think you'd find something before the app? Yeah, I yeah. don't think the app is going to be. Okay. I don't think it is. I think, like I said, I think that's probably number two or three in my head. Right gotcha. Now. That makes sense. Because like, like, for me right now, the two industries that I am fully enveloped in is fitness and bar and yes. food and service. So I guarantee you there's something I can find in there mm-hmm. that's worth like, here's an adjustment I can make that'll be on a grand scale across all bars or all gyms or all fitness worlds that will be a benefit to everybody. And I think that's the path that you have to, and that's what Jeff Bezos was talking about. I saw this interview with him. Yeah. He was like, you have to find not something that'll make you money, but something that will help people access their benefits and make them more creative and make them branch out and do more things. So I think that as I keep that in mind, I don't think about what the monetary success of it will be. I think about like, how can this be better for not just me. How will benefit mankind? Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the smallest ways. And I start with me because that's yeah. the only person I know better. Mm-hmm. Like, do you cook often? I've been. Okay. I've oh, been. well, shit. Never mind. I was going to say, would you know how to pump cooks benefit from, you know, ease of access of a certain thing? Right. It's, easier. Exactly. That's so that's another thing is like, I've been trying to get back onto this diet that I used to do, which was, it was an all meat diet. So it was a carnivore diet. Yeah. So, but I don't want to do it yet because it, one of the benefits that it has, and it's not a benefit for me because I have this problem. It's, it's a problem for me. Because I lose weight really fast. So I don't eat like for, I don't eat. All right, let me, let me rephrase. If I miss a, a meal throughout the day, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to lose weight. That's how it goes. Okay. And of, to a lot of people, that's not, that's kind of a blessing. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a, that's a very big issue because at a certain point, I was like one, I was under 150 pounds. I was thin. I was really just shedding weight, doing nothing. I wasn't doing anything and weight would just fall off. How long ago was that? That was at the beginning of COVID when I first oh. moved back. Okay. So it was funny because when I, when I, I had gone to Hawaii right before I moved back mm-hmm. and I was at my heaviest, which was like 190 and I wanted myself to be at that weight mm-hmm. and I was, it was a little uncomfortable, but I was also like just very big and bulky. Like it was, it was a strong. 190. It wasn't like a flat. It was a strong one night. Mm-hmm. And then I went through like this huge depressive wave. And then COVID hit and I even went through a bigger one. And I stopped taking care of myself. I stopped going to the gym. And I dropped 40 pounds. And I was like, and that and it was funny because like everyone in COVID was like, oh, I was gaining 50 or 60 pounds. And I, was, I lost 40. You know, like, oh, well, where's that issue for me? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's, it's just a different issue. Yeah, that's some just people my, are overweight, some people are underweight. That's just, just my body. Issues. That's just how my genetics function. I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah. So I lost all that weight, and I was like, okay. But I forgot where I was going with this. Talking about diet, carnivore diet. Yes. So the carnivore diet. So, so I was when I was on that diet. You know, I was at 190, and I started walking. Well, I was. I really pushed my weight. So I would just in my face mm-hmm. but I felt the most like mentally clear and the most focused when I was on that diet and that's just for me I can't speak yeah. on other people's dietary needs because everyone can have like everyone's, everyone's different. different but for me that one was the one that was just like I felt so hyper focused and my body was at its peak in that diet 
But at the same time, that problem was I sh- like on the carnivore diet, I would just shed fat, and I already have low body fat percentage. I would just shed weight, so like my weight would just be dropped. So I would have to eat a lot just to compensate. Um, so I want to pick my weight up now to drop it, and and that's what I was getting at. Sorry, that's this is a little long, a little bit of a tangential story, but I'll tie it in right now. Mm-hmm. So on the diet, I ate a lot of a lot of liver. Beef liver was like a big proponent. It's one of the most nutritionally dense meals you can have. Oh, okay. I never do that. Yeah. So it's very nutritionally dense. And Arizona, I had a butcher shop that I'd go to, and they would have it. Just They would always have it. And they kind of knew me there, so like they would just like have four or five pounds saved off to the side for me. And I was trying to find one here, and I was having the hardest time. So like having access to that, you know, alone would be another thing that would be amazing because it's... It's not, I was talking to, I found it at Whole Foods. I had to call it three or four different Whole Foods. Buy it though, but I called it. And I was like, you know, like it's hard it's hard because it's not that big of a commodity. Well, he was like, the guy was like, well, we sell out of it really fast, so it is a commodity. I'm like, yeah, but you're the only location that had it out of three. <laughs> and that's out of Whole Foods. That's not even like all the rest of the markets. Like I've been to Safeways, I've been to Sprouts, I've been to, I've checked, I've been to butcher shops and they don't even have it at times. So it's not a commodity. We don't have a lot of, like local butcher shops in America in general, really. No, which was why I really loved that one in Arizona. It was called the Meat Shop. It was <laughs> awesome. Like it was like the like, legit butcher shop. They had their little storefront, but in the back, like they had their whole butchering going on. That's sweet. They had a. Uh, there's one in Los Gatos called Los Gatos. Yeah. Los Gatos Meats. That's what it's called. But I, again, I don't think they didn't have anything posted for liver on. and it's like it's a hard availability for that. So. It's weird because uh, Indian people only go to butcher shops. We don't get any anywhere else. Really? Because most people do halal, so you have oh. to go to places and they have to like cut it, yeah, and clean a certain. I prefer butcher shops. Yeah, butcher shops are cool. I like this one. Like when people are like, "Oh, I just buy my like meat at like Costco and shit." I was like, I, I try not to. I used to go to like yeah. Asian stores or like butcher shops. All yeah, time. I go to Whole Foods because like again, that's the only place I could find that has liver. Oh yeah, that's why yeah. like. When well, I go to butcher shops, they always have liver. I mean, it not might not be a crazy quantity, but you can find some. Yeah. So yeah, I've been on this health fitness, like, but it's made my life so much more enjoyable now. Again, you've been through the worst of it with us, with me, and I think you've heard a lot of it too. Because I wasn't there for all of it, so you I, weren't. I would hear for but you would it. definitely hear about it, and it was, dude. It's been a battle. It's been about it, but now that I'm at this point, like I don't want to let up, you know. But yeah, I felt like this was a very wholesome, good. Like we got to reconnect, yeah. which was amazing. Catching up. Yeah, and just very wholesome. That's how the last podcast stuff. was too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little different perspective on that. Or the last one. Oh, the last time we were here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. was more topic oriented. Like we had the yeah. topics. Yeah. This one just felt again. This is like a. It's just conversation. This one was like, what? Well, did did we keep this on here when we talked about the episode we lost? No, that was off camera. Yeah. But yeah, on the episode we lost, I was talking about how fluid it was. This was like just as fluid. Like it just felt like a very easy mesh. Like I don't feel like I'm forcing myself to have to think about what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. or feel like I have to steer a conversation. It just felt very fluid. I like this episode. <laughs> Good to hear, good to hear. Any lasting thoughts or notes that you want to drop to the people? Not really. <laughs> well, I actually like yours, so I get talented and reminding me of Talent versus hard work that we talked about. Well, we, didn't, we didn't talk about talent versus hard work. Well, yeah. he was um, talking about like your uh, mantra. But what was that mantra you said? Your, your um, hardworking oh, talent. Hardworking talent. Um, yeah, hard work beats hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yes, but yeah. the mantra that you were saying was hard working talent. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's a really good one because I feel like people get complacent mm-hmm. when they know they are talented in something. That tends to happen. Like, yeah, I don't know. Talent people, there's a lot of talented people out there that just don't push themselves, push push themselves because <laughs> can't speak anymore. Because you know they have the talent already, so it's kind of like okay, yeah. or whatever. Then there's the people who work hard because they have to. They, they never had the, the talent. The you know? Exactly. But yeah, I feel like people need to take that away. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good takeaway. That 
Mine's more mine more oriented, but I feel like that one's just a really good whole like holistic universal kind of takeaway. Hardworking town. There's also someone I know who has a video game analogy. It's like there's a video game where you either start with high base stats, but it's hard for you to learn new things, mm-hmm. and then there's low stats, but it's easier for you to pick up certain things. Yeah, yeah. I do think like that sometimes. I'm like, okay, what would my character like if I had a character like um, it HUD. Mm-hmm. What would my stats for What's your skill tree? Yeah. Man, that was a great episode. Yeah. Thank you for that, Jonathan. No problem. On that note, thank you guys for tuning in. It's your boy, Maui. And Charles. And this is Couch Surfing. Peace.